0: Everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're listening in from. My name is Chubiyodora Kagu, and I'm delighted to be your host for another diverse law podcast session today. We'll be talking about law students and lawyers positioning themselves to work in the tech industry, and we are delighted to have Joshua Oyiso, a cybersecurity expert, as our speaker. Thank you, Joshua, for joining us thank you for agreeing to do to do this with us i'm just going to let you introduce yourself to our audience so can we meet you joshua
1: hi everyone um, my name is joshua So, i am a lawyer first of all and i'm also a cyber security professional um basically um uh, in my law career i worked in litigation worked in comsec did a very little bit of advisory um then obviously at some point i transitioned or added um i'll say cyber security to my resume and to what i do you know i first of all started with security engineering that was a bit too complex you know then i took it easy i went to um like security, governance, risk, and compliance. Then I've now moved to um, cyber, I've now moved to, sorry, cloud security. And I've also done a little bit of uh, uh, security audits and uh, uh, yeah, cyber security audits. So I'll say I'm a very, very best professional. I can function in legal, cybersecurity, risk management, cloud security, so many. know so many areas and i'm just really really happy that i have the opportunity to speak on divers a lot today you know and share my journey and see if i can you know inspire one or two people to you know go on this path thank you
0: thank you very much joshua that was an interesting introduction i mean where you say that you're a diverse professional and i'm hoping god when when can i do this do that and then decide that's okay i want to focus on this so welcome joshua we hope we have an amazing time so joshua i mean you said that you had function in litigation comsec and then some cloud engineering and now you're on to cyber security i'm curious how are you able to transition from law to tech
1: Well, I think it all started during the pandemic um, when I was doing a lot of research um, where the world was going at the time because it was a very like pandemic was a very interesting time for me. You know, I had to personally, I was just reassessing lots of things and it came to a point where I started looking at my career and I realized that I was very limited. You know, my career was very limited and I knew the world was going to be more international, more digital, like, um, yeah. and I wanted a way where I'm not saying I'm nothing against law, but I wanted a way that work, you know, in a foreign company, like work abroad, you know, and or for a foreign organization, and I wanted yeah. to qualify as a lawyer. So what was my first option was to look at things like tech, and I saw that um, tech is it's, it's it's accepted worldwide. Like if you have a tech certification, you get it in like Nigeria. You know, you can do like if you if you get you can you can like you can study for a tech um, certification in Nigeria when you go abroad you can still work without certification, you can have experience here when you go abroad, you can still function on that experience. It's similar to law, it's similar, but you you're still going to have to re-qualify. But with tech, yeah. if you know what you're doing, you get your um your foot in the door, it's very, very easy to transition, you know, to the international markets. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let me look at this. That was one one thing I looked at. I also looked at the fact that the world was becoming more and more digital. You know, there was going to be a digital transformation. Everyone's yeah. information was, was going to be on the internet. Everything was going to be on the internet. I remember, like, we started doing um, virtual meetings and whatnot. Yeah. And so, it, I mean, it wasn't like rocket science. I just realized that, look, there's more information on the cloud, on the internet. It's going, it's going to need to be secured. Uh, I yeah. started researching cybersecurity. I started watching some videos on YouTube. YouTube is your best bet your best friend just start a on YouTube you don't even need to read anything you know even as a lawyer I'm telling you like sometimes reading can be stressful because you read a lot so just put the yeah. video on in the background you'll be listening you know it can be doing something common. you can even working but just listening, like this podcast for example I listened to a couple of podcasts you know from Infosec Institute you know and I got inspired and I'm like I heard a statistic and I'm like by 2026 the world there will have, mm. there'll be there will be a deficit of cybersecurity professionals as a result of the pandemic, we're still in 2022. I, I learned this in 2020. And day by day, mm-hmm. there are more roles, there are more jobs. Every day, like, for example, today, a recruiter reached out to me, you understand, on LinkedIn from California, yeah. you know, just because I have a CISA certification. So there are more, there are more and more and more and more opportunities worldwide. You know, it just depends on you and what you want and when you're ready to take these opportunities, you know, or where where, where to put yourself, in, when you're ready to put yourself in this position. So, I looked at where the world was going, you know, I looked at where I was and I said, okay, you know what, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me start this thing. Why did I choose cybersecurity? I chose cybersecurity simply because I could take some of my transferable skills from law. Now, as a lawyer, you look at things from two perspectives. You look at things from, litigation, for example, you look at things from the claimants, you look at things from, uh, from the perspective of the defendants. And if you, you, you come up with your arguments and you view the case, you know you're not going to build things that are going to contravene your case you know so it's yeah. like cyber security as well you need to think on how the, the the organization protects itself and what, what what is the hacker thinking you know so it's that critical analysis you know that you learned from university you know like when um you you have to answer these essay questions you have to look at things from both two, two sides of the coin you know those yeah. skills can be transferred to cyber security very easily you know because no matter what you're doing, when you're auditing, you know, when you are like building the, the infrastructure, you need to think of it from two perspectives. What's the best to protect this organization? Well, how does this organization work and how the attackers be thinking? You know, so I just really, really looked at my situation. I looked at myself, you know, assessed it objectively. And just, you know, I didn't I didn't even take I didn't do anything in 2020. I just researched. So I started researching from like maybe June 2020 to like December it took me six mm. months of research but well, it was not every day you know sometimes I won't be serious I'm like i really sure I want to do this thing but by November 30th, I said okay you know what the first exam I'm going to take is this I started asking questions I started speaking to people I started networking so it was just like I, I mean there's no, there's no one way just a couple of things that you just need to know you know but like mm. one thing that I will keep hammering on you know for the duration of this podcast is to know yourself know where you stand mm. You know know what you want in life it's very very important some people you have to just realize some people are okay with being mediocre some not mediocre but some people are just okay with getting by some people want you know you know some people want what they want I can't blame them but if you want more if you want to push yourself if you want to like I always want to be I always want want to be international and I always want to be known in international like in international scene you know so that's a driver for me if that's not a drive for you then why are you looking at cyber security to so get to work in a law firm and working in any bank as a you know information security <laughs> you know so you really need, need to know what you want you need to have yeah. a, if you imagination the, the kind of life you want one last thing about me that i'm not really big on working like long hours you know i've done it before mm-hmm. i did it for two years and i worked in a, in a law firm in lagos it was really, really good but man that work is very stressful i like to you know use my time to actually live my own dreams and you know, there are so many tech roles that give you that flexibility of a hybrid yeah. work, you know, or uh, or minimal hours because in tech, lots of things are automated. So there's technology to do most of the things you want to do, you know. Mm. So, I mean, um, yeah, that's just, uh, yeah. I don't know, a brief answer. I hope I answered the question properly. Y-
0: yes, we yeah. did. Thank you very much, Joshua. No Thank worries. you so much. So, um, do you practice cybersecurity side by side or are you, do you just focus on your legal career or, you know, you juggle lots of them?
1: Um. So, yeah, I do. I actually, I'm lucky to do both side by side in my organization. I work in ComSec, like I said. Um, yeah. And, you know, because I have, because of my skill set, my organization has been able to recognize this you know and they sent me for some cyber security trainings as well uh-huh. and i perform a um a business continuity management role that's called resilience you know so uh-huh. in cyber security there th- there's there's a, there, are, there are three pillars of cyber security there's confidentiality as information as uh-huh. um is integrity and is availability sorry about that um yeah. so the availability part of cyber security basically entails you know um um, making sure that like the information is readily available so like having backups you know so that's why business continuity manager manager does. so I make sure that the information in my in, in, um, in the international workforce is protected and they are like we have you know um, we have backups and we have mm-hmm. a, a plans for like another disruption So say there's another pandemic. I'm the person that's going to say okay you know what we need to work from home or you know what we need to do, uh, we need to do shifts. So I'm not that in business continuity management to make sure that no matter what goes on, the business remains a going concern. That's a security function, you know, and that, and, and that is, that is also related to law because you need your drafting skills. So you need to do a business continuity plan. You need to do business continuity tests, you know, so your ability as like a lawyer, like a litigation lawyer, cross-examining stuff, you know, assessing things, you know, you know, critiquing things. You know, that's where all these things comes. That's where all all these skills come into play. So, I do both side by side. I do come second. I do business continuity management. I also do security audits. You know, so for example, if you have a an access card, you know, to um, yeah. the, the the key card to um what's that thing the fog, to enter into a building, you have to mm-hmm. you have to audit the the log. You know, so when you press it, press the thing uh, against the against the reader, it goes into a system. And on a monthly basis, I'm, I'm part of the team that reviews it and knows who's coming into the building and whatnot and how, you know, you can better protect the, you know, the, organ, the physical security of the organization. Because cyber security sometimes also involves physical security. Sometimes I work with, I, relate, I talk to security guards, you know, and let them mm. understand how they are protecting the organization, you know, just auditing and, you know, knowing that everything is in place. So long story short, I do both side by side. It may be complex, but, you know, there are a number of roles I do. You know, um, aside my law um, and my COMSEC, you know, uh, and function. So that's me, you know, but me at some point I'll pick one. But for now, I'm enjoying doing both and um, it's really fun and it's uh, it's, it's interesting.
0: All right. Um, my next question is, is I, I have special interest in my next question because recently, up to like Three weeks or two weeks ago, I recently began stumbling on stuff cyber security related, and when I was asked to um to anchor this podcast, it just felt like okay, this is a sign. So um I we, my next question is tell us about cyber security and what it entails, and we will not mind details. So if because the aim of this podcast is to let law students and young lawyers realize that they are not they are not, or they should not be streamlined to one part so we want to understand cyber security and know what it entails, I mean what do you do and you yeah. know things like that
1: okay so cyber security in very simple layman terms when you think of cyber security think of CIA think of confidentiality think of integrity mm. think of availability right Confidentiality yeah. is basically what will lawyers do. This is another thing you can transfer from law. Every lawyer should understand what confidential information means, what information should be classified as confidential, and what information is not really confidential. You, as a lawyer, you should know. You should have an idea of what should be and what shouldn't be. If you don't know, you can now say, okay, you know, let me go to company policy. So you should know what confidentiality means. And under confidentiality, there are so many different roles. You can work as a data privacy officer, can work as a data protection officer. You can work as an information security manager. You can work as an information security. You can do a lot of things because you, you, you mean, your main thing is this information is confidential. It should not get yeah. out. So mm. anything that any role any, any anything that's on along that line is protecting the data, protecting information. You know, ensuring that security controls are in place to make sure that there, there are no data leakages. That is confidentiality. And you now go to the I, which is integrity. Integrity is mean, means just means what it means really protecting the integrity of I'm not mentioning the same technology but actually protect protecting the the integrity of um, the information you know contained so like you don't want information to be manipulated so for example um, um, let's just say bar finals the DJ yeah. and the academic team they set the exams and everything question one is going to be on mergers and acquisitions and then on the day of the exam when it's printing they go and they see that question one is on civil procedure definitely Uh there's a problem somewhere because um the information was going to be corporate law the corporate law but now they they, are seeing civil law that means somebody somewhere across the line has gone to go and meddle with the information and that's why it's not it's, it's not it's no longer accurate so it uses the accuracy and the integrity of information. So you look at things like encryption. You know, people who can do uh, cryptography. You know, so things like things like that. You look at people who are very very good at managing and securing databases. You have people who specialize in encryption. You know, people who are going to be like people uh, not to cyber cybersecurity engineers that know how to you know work with encryption keys. They know how to protect information in transit, information in rest. You know, and information. You know, like. There are roles for people like that as well. So if you are more interested in, oh, you don't want people to manipulate with your documents, you don't want to me- to mess up with the information that is there. Mm-hmm. You know, you start looking at the integrity side of in- integrity side of cyber security. And there's the availability, where I started, and like, like, where I made uh, um, reference to earlier. Just making sure that documents are always available. Okay, now, yeah. the, 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 okay, now i can't go to the office. Can you access everything that you're meant to be able to access on your laptop? Can you access mm-hmm. your, your 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 backups anywhere in the world? I can go to Japan, you know, and I can realize that oh, I forgot, and maybe my work my work laptop gets stolen. I can pick up my personal laptop, you know, and everything if possible. And if I need to access something, you know, on the server, I can access like something like SharePoint, Microsoft SharePoint, and mm. I can access my work laptop via my personal PC. Obviously, yes, there should be some certain things that I should do to make sure that my personal PC is not open to attacks. So I should make able like, when I'm accessing and I make sure it's protected. I should use, like, a VPN. You know, so ensuring that information is readily available when, um, okay. when you need is very, very key. It's also part of security. It's called resilience. So the pandemic, now, many organizations went down during the pandemic, but many organizations were able to still continue, still able to hold meetings via Zoom, and what not and what and what not and why because resilience you know um um you should to put structures in place that make sure that even though you cannot go to the office to work a nine to five even though you can't go mm-hmm. to the office every day even though you can't access the office your information your data your documents should be available so work goes on it's called modern work you hmm. know so essentially that is cybersecurity. There are, other, there are other things you know about so the other things you know about cybersecurity rule. You can also look at cybersecurity from AAA. There's auditing, there's um authorization, auditing, authorization, and is it ah, what's the third one? I don't wanna use the wrong um use the wrong the, the wrong terminology, but let me explain. But on now we look at security. You need to have um there's something called accessibility. Like
0: Mm -hmm. who
1: has access to what right so for example I want to log into I want to log into um, I want to log into my organizations um, um, my email right I need access to the email I need a password it needs to be managed by the organization there needs to be identity and access management controls that is accessibility then there's also authorization what are you author- authorized to do? Like, for example, my computer laptop. Can I use my laptop to, you know, monitor what the MD is doing? You know, because for example, you can have um, people who have remote privileges to, uh, remote access privileges to, like, you know, monitor. Just have like an an ID called administrator privileges, so the computer admin can see what everyone else is doing. But can just a normal staff like me in, the, in Comsec? Do I have have the authorization to, you know, monitor or check what, what the MD is doing? No, I shouldn't have. That's no. where the principle of least privilege uh. comes in. You know, so for every every job you want to do, you just have the right privileges to do. That's why sometimes you go to some computers and then it asks you for an, an admin password. That means because it's above your privileges. So that's authorization. And there's also auditing. You should also make sure that there are logs. Everything that is going on in your neg- organization should be recorded. So, for example, now, I'm in my office right now as I'm speaking to you. I'm having this uh, conversation on um, a podcast. This, the fact that I, I, I went to, I clicked on this link is recorded on the company servers. They know what I'm doing. They have access to what I'm doing. You know, so that that creates a log trail, so you can know what's going on. Because if anything goes wrong, the first thing you do, like lawyers do, is to go and look at the evidence. But what is the evidence in cyber security? They're your logs. They're logs okay. of everything you do. If, if I send an email out now so the, the admin can can see oh what is he doing what is Joshua doing with his laptop is he, who did he send his email to why is he sending email of confidential documents to the people from diverse law then they can start investigation and they can also see oh there's been an information security breach do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying so AAA, accessibility um, authorization and auditing. That's another way to look at cybersecurity, you know, as well. So there's so many ways to look at it from. There's so many opportunities. And really and truly, your transferable skills from law can be applied in cybersecurity. So don't look at any experience you're doing and say, oh, I don't want to be a lawyer, da, 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 da. No. No. You learn those skills, know them very, very well, and transfer them to another area. Because cloud computing is new. Like um, three years ago, like four years ago, you know, the, like, could not really have experience in cloud computing? You know, no, you can't really see someone who says, Oh, I have like 15 years of cloud computing experience. So, you need to get transferable skills from other areas and apply them to these new fields. But, I mean, without taking too much of your time again, you know, that's just <laughs> my opinion on that question. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, Joshua. Thank you very much. Okay, so, um, my next question is, I mean, while you were speaking, you mentioned opportunities for, 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 for young lawyers and law students or people transitioning from law to tech because, personally, tech feels like the new oil and gas. Everybody's either a UI, UX designer, a front-end, a software developer, a web developer. That sounds like Big English. Every, everybody wants to be a tech bro. Everybody wants to be a tech, a product manager, and all of these things. So I want to ask, um, what opportunities lie in tech for law students? What opportunities lie in cyber security for law
1: students? Um, I think like I said the last time, you know, the first thing that you need to really, really know is what you're good at. And assess your skills, right? Then just, just do your research. Look at different areas. Like, you're very, very good at organizing things. You're very, very good at organizing people. You're a good planner. You're structured. You may want to be a program manager. You know, that, that may just be your thing. You know, but if you are very good at looking at things from both sides, you know, you're a litigator, you you litigation, you know how to, to analyze things very, very well. Cyber security is very good. If you are very, very good at preferring solutions, you know, all these ad, like commercial lawyers, who went into advisory services and whatnot, yeah. what not. security audits, or um it audits will be very very helpful because have your, 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 your problem solving and uh, faculty of your brain is very very active and that's mm-hmm. one thing that's the main thing in tech how can you solve problems you know and um, 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 the people are having un- unauthorized access how can you stop them from having that access you know so it's it, it just like it's all like i said it's transferable skills most of the most of the skills from law, you need to actually do a, 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 an assessment of yourself and know what are the skills I have, what am I good at, and then you know, go we'll start looking at areas of different areas of tech and say, Okay, let me go here, let me go here, let me go here. Um, pro- program management didn't really appeal to me, you know, and I don't even know why, but cyber security just did because I used to really, really, really love it. You know, I was, yeah. I'm big on going to argue that was my thing so i'm like you know in the back of my mind it just looked like the closest thing you know mm. and i said okay you know let me try this and i started it and from there i now even discovered the area of cyber security i love the most which is security audits you know when you have like sometimes like even so when you're auditing people when you're auditing things it's like cross-examining them you know so you're trying to sometimes you're trying to catch them you know so it's sweet you know, it's, it's fun. You you, you you go there with the mind of a lawyer. And, you know, they think they're smarter than you. But you go there and you bamboo them. And you find, and you get recommendations. And they're like, wow, you have improved the process. You know, so it really, 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 really depends on what the kind of skills you have. I know my skills. Yeah. I know what I want to do. I know what I can do. You know, but you really need to know that. And then you don't wait till you are in your mid-20s or your late, th- you get to your late 20s to start knowing these things. As early as possible mm-hmm. now, know what you are good at. Know yourself. Know what you bring to the table and then you'll excel. But the moment you don't know what you bring to the table, yeah, we're just gonna you, you're just going to start following people. And when it comes to tech, you can't follow people. Because everyone's journey is different. Some people yeah. have because they want money. Some people they want internet because they actually love it. You know, nothing thing that, like, a lot of people don't know. I, I, as, a, as a kid, I used to like antivirus. You know, I was having an antivirus on my laptop. Mm-hmm. So I, I would always like... That's where my my consciousness for security came up, you know. So you need to know why. You need to know why you are doing this thing, you know. Mm. So there, there, there are a lot of opportunities. The only way, the only best way to prepare for the opportunities, to specifically answer your question, is know yourself. What do you bring to the table? What can you bring to the table? And then from there, once you know those two things, the rest will usually be history. You know, because you will now know when you even have the opportunity to study. You don't even know what you want to do, and you don't know why you are doing it. If you just want a job, you know your best bet is just maybe you know brushing up on your knowledge, maybe you doing one one of the cheapest possible certifications and networking. You network, network, network. You spend more time messaging people on LinkedIn and even read it. It will shock you, you. get a job. Is it true? Mm-hmm. Just message people like me. You know, learn how to talk to people. Don't just go there being too forward, telling them your life story, you know, when you've really known them, you know, most people on LinkedIn, appreciate them, speak about their journey, with your relationship, you know, engage with their comments, with their post, like it, you know, talk to them and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot. And then one day, you know, when you're ready, you can ask them for a referral, or you know, they can give you like a link to a job and then you push, go from there. But well, you don't really, 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 really need to go and start reading all the all the books in the world and whatnot, whatnot. What. If you can speak to somebody in in an organization, tell them, look, yes, I don't have the, 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 the certifications and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot. But I have the transferable skills. You can definitely get a job. There are a lot of people who are getting jobs in tech that are not are not even certified. A lot of people. I know, I know, I know a lady today who works in Amazon, and she doesn't have any certification. Tech role. wow, exactly. But that's networking. She met someone that recommended her, and then bought no blah 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 blah. She's there today, and she just has to she just has to learn how to use one of the Amazon technologies. And anybody just same me you learn how to use a phone, anybody can learn how to use some of these things. You know, they are not that difficult. You know, so far you can have basic computer knowledge and whatnot. And there's YouTube, there's there's Google, there's Twitter, there's Reddit. You Google all these things, you learn how to you you learn them on the job you know so you really you really need to know what you want and when you know what you want you now start preparing based on other people's stories based on what you know it can, it can can work for you and then you just take
0: mm-hmm. it off. thank you very much joshua so if i'm going to just if i'm going to tell our listeners anything know yourself i mean there are diverse opportunities for you in the tech industry just know yourself know what you're capable of doing and not just hop on the next train to certification so you do not pack certifications that you cannot use to do anything in the long run
1: exactly exactly, exactly.
0: so moving on we have spoken about transferable skills we have spoken about knowing yourself knowing what you can do your background and your exposure Can you kindly highlight the courses one a person needs to take to delve into the tech space and the skills also required?
1: Okay, so um, like I said, um, tech is really, really wide. So um, there are different courses for different things and it's not just about courses. It's about really, really, really understanding you know, what the aspect of tech you yeah, are going into entails you know so that is really really the first and that's why we spoke about research you know so when i was going in cyber security i knew that i was going as a complete novice i knew that this it's not like program management that i can do without having a certification because for some areas in, in in tech you don't necessarily need to have certifications but for some you're better off having you can't claim to be a cyber security professional when there's nothing certifying you or saying that oh you can do this and you can do that, you know. But for program management, you can say hey, you know, I run my food business, I did this, I'm very very good at, you know, organize. Gonna... You can sell yourself, but for cyber security, you can't really 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 sell yourself. And simply for cloud computing, you have no, you have never used Microsoft Azure, you have never used uh, Amazon web uh, web services, and you call yourself a cloud, cl- call yourself a cloud expert that's that 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 that's i don't even know what to say to you you know if that's you know if that's just the truth I, i'm just gonna look at you but that's the thing you need to really really know what you're doing you need to really really research you need to ask a lot of questions and don't be shy a lot of won't help you know they reached out to yeah. me i was so happy to help because i wish i had some yeah I, I had like this opportunity to listen to someone just tell me oh don't do this don't do that Know this not that you know so obviously i can't tell you everything but i can just give you some pointers on how to you know, have the right mindset, you know, because it's all about the mindset that you have, you know, going into everything. But um then there's no there's no there, there are no courses to take. You need to know what you're going to you need to do. Let me give you a, a perfect ex- an example. So let's okay. look at cybersecurity. Now, cybersecurity, to be a very, very good cybersecurity professional, you need to know what the best practices are. So reading for cybersecurity isn't like reading for law. In law, you need to read a lot. You need to know you know what the law says. You need to know how to apply it. You may need to know the criticisms of the law. You know how to apply it. In cybersecurity, you need to know what is the best practice for this given um, um, objective. So for example, you want to protect um, your email um, server, your emails from unauthorized logins. What do you do? implement multi-factor authentication. What that means is that you put in your password. After you put your password, you get a code to your phone. You put in that code, and then you're logged in. That is the best practice for um, securing um, identity and access management. You don't need to do anything else. Mm. The other things you can do, but that is at least that's the minimum. That's where you start from. The use of passwords and what's it called? Um, Usernames. Gradually phasing out because there are a lot of apps that can use to crack those. Yes, so, so, when, so when, you are, when you now want to become a cyber security professional, that's the kind of mindset you need to have. You need to understand that it's not about it because about knowing these things. Because you can take 10 courses, and the 10 courses are going to tell you the same thing. One thing I did in my career was I was doing a lot of courses very early on, and a lot of them were just the same thing. I did one course second I was doing, I felt like I like I felt cheated. And like, why exactly. now like, I, I I know this thing. But uh, if I was taking my time to go and do something different in a completely different area, that choose on some something completely different, I'll not have wasted that money. It's not a waste of money because it makes my CV look good, which is a nice mm-hmm. thing. But at the end of the day, I knew I already had that knowledge. It's just an overkill. Because you only need one. You do you don't need to have five, you don't need to have ten. One good certification, yes. you know what you're saying. You can, you, you, your resume is really, really good. It's still it after the job description. You can get the job. You know, so it's not about courses. It's about knowing what you want, knowing the skills you already have, and knowing how to sell yourself. I repeat, knowing what you want, knowing the skills you already have, and knowing how to sell yourself. When you know these three things, you now know okay, let me go and get one certification because I want to go into security audits. So let me go and become. Then do season Then from there, I just focus on security audit rules. You don't need to go and pack PNP, go and pack School Master, <laughs> pack everything. So I want to be no tech in tech, you need to carve out a niche for yourself.
0: Mm. And that's
1: one of the problems I have. And I'll be very, very honest because I like to be a jack of all things. I want to be able to do everything. But I'm mm. I'm now learning that okay, you know, I see. Just narrow it down. So now, gradually, gradually, I'm just narrowing everything down to just cloud security. So it may be security audits, it may be security uh, compliance. It may be, but I'm just want to narrow it down and carve that niche. Or I'm also have you see you see me? I'm adding extra, I'm adding Jara, and I'm like willing <laughs> to use technologies. But that's the thing. Some people just know how to do only one thing, and that one thing is what works for them. So mm. you really, really need to really, really research, research, research questions questions questions. don't rush start small but even when you start if you're if you're reading you spend one hour reading spend two hours researching because those mm-hmm. hours researching are going to help you in the long run because you're mm. going, you going you, you, you you're not gonna waste your time doing what you, what you shouldn't be doing so don't focus on the courses know yourself right yeah um know what you want right and then know how to sell yourself it's not about courses. Don't waste your money. Don't stress yourself. Get one at most. But don't, don't, don't focus on the courses too much. I did I, I was a certificate junkie. I did five certifications in one year, but I didn't need to do that. That's just the truth. I didn't need to do it. So don't <laughs> um, Don't go on my LinkedIn now and start, start feeling sorry for yourself. No, 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 no. That was just ignorance. It's good. Really, really good. But most of most of most of like you do one, you do you know, you know, you know three. That's just you know, so when you're doing the same thing over and over again, at some point you're even gonna get bored, you know. But yeah, man, that's um that's it. That's my answer to that question, I think.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so I mean this has been a brutally honest session. And I like that and I'm listeners love it. Joshua we are going to ask you have you ever felt like quitting cybersecurity? have you ever had a long day at work and you're like no man I can't do this anymore
1: I feel like quitting you... like everyday I've I've had I feel like not everyday but you know even this week I felt like giving up it's normal nothing good comes easy um, nothing good mm. comes easy that's, that's the first thing you need to know so it's not going to be easy it's very challenging you need to change the way you study yeah well I used to write it's like it's like you're praying for an MCQ you know when you're reading for these exams you know like I told you about best practices you you can't memorize cases you know where you know principles and you apply them is also the same thing you know but it's a bit different you know so Sometimes you're gonna feel like quitting. At some point, what kept me in it was because i had made mouth. Let me know like I like, <laughs> want to make mouth my friends are. Like, oh yeah, I'm writing this exam, by like, this, 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 I'll that, be that, that, that I'll get a remote job. Sometimes that mouth is 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 is, is, is it was the fire that kept me
0: going.
1: You know, sometimes I'll post stuff on my in my in my social media, you know, and those things, man, for some weird reason that thing kept me going. You know, it wasn't a good motivation, I'm not going to lie, you know, because it's kind of it's kind of weird, but it kept me going. You know? But um, I definitely felt like quitting, you definitely feel like quitting. That's normal. When you feel like quitting, message me on LinkedIn and I'll tell you not to quit. I always encourage you because changing having having a, an alternative, like they always tell you like, oh, learn a new skill, learn a new language, uh develop a side hustle. Trust me, these things are very 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 vital.
0: So is it advisable for a person to juggle law practice and a career in tech or should we just count our horses, count our losses and focus on one? And if we were to focus on one, which would you recommend?
1: Well, I'll say let me answer the last part of your question first. Honestly, mm. I'll, I'll say this, and I may be wrong, but I'll say this. I'll mm. say in the short term, tech will pay you more. Right now, mm. tech is hot. But you yeah. see, over time, the, in life, delay gratification is also very, very key. Mm. Building your skill sets as a lawyer, learning things, building certain connections, growing with people, because one thing about law that maybe you university students, may not get right now is you grow with people you went to law school you school with, so when they yes. become bank managers when they have portion of being friends, they're the ones that are going to give you briefs, you mm-hmm. know. So um you grow with people, you know that's one aspect of being a successful lawyer, developing a very very good clientele. So if you're developing your clientele over time, you know with, with law one very very you can just literally do one transaction. And that one transaction is the money that you make money on that transaction. People that have been working 10 years in cybersecurity may not have seen that money. You know, mm. remote or non-remote, you can do a really, really big deal if you're lucky. You know, they are they are life-changing deals. You see lawyers that overnight they become overnight sensational because they just had one big deal and I really, 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 really changed them. You know, so in the long, long run, I'll say there's more money in law. Don't don't never invalidate your that's one thing i was trying to do it was even my dad that had to wake me up on them like because at the, in the, at the end of the day for cyber security you do not even need a university degree you mm. don't you can learn it in on youtube and you cannot compare that thing to going to law school like mm. i respect cyber security professionals but a lawyer is a lawyer like a lawyer mm. is a lawyer don't because you want the money because it looks glamorous because everyone is law is law there's money in. don't 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 sleep on your law degree keep doing it keep networking even if you're not practicing sometimes there's so many things in law i can't do right now because i work in house you know which is so i'm not i'm not i'm not going to lie i'm i'm not as sharp as i used to be i outsource things and i do deals so recently someone gave me someone gave me some legal works i called my friend i knew could do a very very good job i'm gonna split the money you know that's how you that that, that's life. you can't do everything yourself there's no law that rules all the laws so you, you don't really, 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 really just want to be me, 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 me. Network, 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 network. If you are listening to this thing and your LinkedIn is not up to date or you don't mean. go on LinkedIn, learn how to message people, collect some more lot. it's okay. I collected one lot today. <laughs> I messaged, sorry, day before yesterday, Wednesday. I messaged, guys hasn't yeah. responded. I message someone new today. Network, meet people, you know, just today, just on LinkedIn. I started talking someone works on Amazon who knows where that man lead to i'm just you know, like i'm just telling you like i'm just yeah. being very 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 real that may that may not lead, lead anywhere that's just the truth it may just be some but we started talking built a professional relationship that's linked to mm. so you really, really 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 need to sorry i'm digressing but I no, just, there are some things I i just want people to know before they get into the real world you need to not sell yeah. yourself like I, I I thought it was by having certifications. I did, I did cert- five certifications, nothing for me. The most progress I made was when I humbled myself, came off my house, I the smartest person in the room, and started messaging people and I said, oh, what was your experience like? How do you, like, selling so out to even praise people and then, you know, get, you know, like, get what you want from them. So it's really, 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 really important to, you know, be able to sell yourself. And back to your question as to, you know um what what you advise yeah the same principle as i said before knowing yourself for example now so i work in house i I work i work in comsec right secretarial work it is not like litigation it's not like practicing in-house so i can do both side by side my Mm -hmm. friends my both both of my, uh, my best friends they are twins they work in a law firm these guys are there from eight to eight every day monday to friday so on weekends they work hmm. i can do that kind of place can you do cyber security i said no you cannot
0: no at all
1: but where i work my closing time is relatively is good my workload is relatively relatively it's not it's not completely less relatively less compared to law practice
0: i can't mm-hmm. do both
1: i can even you know some people some some people the way the way they practice law is different because if you own your own law firm you know you have your own client maybe you have three or four clients that pay your bills and everything that's how you're surviving you can't compare yourself to someone who's working in like an online where they work a lot of, like where the hours are crazy and it may be wrong maybe things have changed but I know that always they work longer hours you know so um you really 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 need to know your current position what you can handle what you can do some people you know they may not be able to do it you mean to pick one but you need to know what you need so like if you want to Japan now maybe focus on your cyber security use cyber security go to your canada when you enter your canada remember your law when you're bored of the thing you, can go back mm-hmm.
0: to,
1: you understand like it's very it's something you can use because you cannot go in, it's not easy for you to go and be doing law school in all the jurisdictions but cyber yes. security you can get a job well-paying job and the job and if, if the job is good from there you can start go back to law. You know, so there's so many things you can use cybersecurity for. It doesn't have to be your final destination. And if, even if you want to be your final destination, that's fine. That is absolutely fine. Learning like like delving into a new career is very, very good. It's a yeah. very, very, very good challenge for yourself because you're gonna learn new things. You're gonna learn you're gonna see the world from different perspectives. You think like an IT professional, you don't think like a lawyer all the time. You know, um, the NBA conference is currently on the football thing is, on. I'm hanging out with lawyers. I see how lawyers are. Do you know, we like to argue? Do we think we know more than everybody? You know, like, I see people are very, are very, very different. You know, very, very different sets of people. soft engineers are the most unique set of people you may come across. It doesn't apply across the board, but you know, that's just the way, that's just that, that, that's just where. It so it's a really, really good challenge. I really, really encourage everyone. Like, at some point, diversify your career don't just speak to law, law is not going anywhere, you know law, you know civil procedure, you know your corporate law, you know your criminal, you know, thing, you know the five elements of, you know, law property learning law school, that's the foundation, from there you can do anything, literally anything you set out to do, you know, but it's very, very, very important at, at some point, try and diversify your career, it's a really, really good challenge, you know, that I really encourage people to try, just see see how far you go, you know, some lawyers are, are, are chefs, that's their side also. So let's invest mm. diversify your career. Don't just we are too smart to just do only law. If you're a lawyer and you think you're a smart person, do something else. Prove yourself.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much, Joshua. This has been an interesting session. And I hate that we are on our last question. <sighs> so to our last question. What I feel like you have answered this while answering other questions, but we are still going to ask you anyway. What advice do you have for young law students or lawyers who want to pursue a career in the tech industry?
1: Um. Yeah. Um. What I'll say is, um. Really, man. I think I've answered this question, and I've said this a lot, And I'm really, really sorry, but I'm going to say it again. Yeah. You have to know yourself. You know that's the that's the foundation. It's actually self. Understanding self discovery, you need to sit down and ask yourself, um, what can I really do? What am I passionate about? Let me tell you something crazy that I just remembered. When I was a child, I had this really, really weird obsession with anti-antivirus. So, and as if anything, like all, all like I just always want to make every computer I had, i to make sure there's antivirus installed, I'll just make sure it was updated, you know because i was aware of things like viruses i had maybe my cousin or my older brother you know speak about viruses my where that so i was always you know i, I felt i was very passionate about it you know I was it was my weird thing that i've never even spoken about i just discovered that oh yeah when i was really young i used to mess around doing antivirus nothing antivirus mcafee you know like that was a major thing you buy a computer they must be on antivirus when i first i think I, I changed to apple that i stopped even you know, messing with you know having answers and everything, but that's that's part of cybersecurity. That's you can you can call it for whatever it well. a passion. It's yeah. it just natural to me. You know, so that's why like you can see that I'm doing quite well at it. It's even though I'm quitting, I can go back. I've you know made notes about it because I believe I can do it. It's not just something that's mm. like, just so far remote. It's not just like software development where I've never done any program it's different this is something that i'm a bit familiar with i know what a virus i know what a virus can do i've had blue screens i've seen viruses for my 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 laptop when i was messing with the torrents you know in law school you know so like Mm -hmm. these are things i've experienced you know so i can work with it now you don't need to have a background in computing or or whatnot but like i said you can be very very good at organizing things you can be the leader of the drama team in your church you can have something what can you what do you have what do you think you have that you can transfer in in the tech space that's it that's it are you really good at presentation are you really good at like you know what why don't you look at ui ux you know, I don't, I, I, I don't, honestly, I really don't know what that means, but with a little understanding I have of it, I think that's, that's user interface, user, uh, yeah. was right. the, the experience, user, you know, maybe that's for you. Are you really good at like data, data analysis, you know, data visualization? Like you really, really need to just sit down. And this is not a hard thing to do. You can literally yeah. sit down where you are right now. You know, pause this thing and ask yourself, okay, what is my fit to self? Like, me self, I be human being. Like, just break it down, sit down, and if you really, 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 really channel your mind towards it, you'll find something you can do, and that's the starting point. That's the starting point. That's knowing what you want to do. Then from there, you know, you then you then you, you start really researching. Okay, you go side by side, you know, with the research you do, you research, you see the different areas of tech you can do, and then you start. You know, and they ask questions, and then you go on YouTube and you watch as many videos as you can in your spare time. Like you watch a lot of Netflix. You can watch maybe I don't know how much Netflix you can watch or what you do, but if you if you really sit down and say ten minutes a week, you know mm-hmm. I want to learn, so I want to just understand the tech space. By the time you do that thing for two weeks, and one day will come, you you that ten minutes, and won't you you spend three hours there, because that's how it starts just try to put yourself there and whatnot, and whatnot, and whatnot, and you know when you give up you know everything i've said just try and put everything together have, make sure you have a community to put that DNA with i'm always open to being in your community you know you can. i mean i'll try as much as i can you know i can't respond to everyone all the time but when i respond yeah like you build a community you start what can you do that's how that's how it is you know and everything i've said is you know all the advice i really 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 have but just use what you have understand the situation and then you know go after it don't don't just follow people that's that's what i'll say Mm -hmm. don't follow people don't follow people's reasoning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. once you start doing that you are you are you are on the road to failure the road Mm -hmm. starts with honesty and that's one thing you've been saying that this has been just be honest with yourself I can do this, I can't do this. If, and even if right now, you don't have the time in your career to do it, chill. You get a better job, that gives you more time, you can now start yeah. your tech career. But maybe in that in that period, you just stay just, just engaged. Even if, if even all you do is read tech about every day, you just know the language. you just know the lingo, you never can yeah. tell. One day you sit down beside somebody, they'll be looking for a lawyer. From working as a lawyer, you know, you really, really can never tell. The most important thing is just be on the lookout. Know what's going on and know yourself. Knowledge. And then take it from there. Um, if you have any questions, just shout me, you know, on LinkedIn. Joshua, you saw LinkedIn. And, um, yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Joshua. Thank you so much. This has been an absolutely interesting session. Thank you very much for being brutally honest with us again. Thank you for technically taking us on a Cybersecurity 101 course.
1: No worries. Um, I'm really, 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 really grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, this is my first time doing this. So um, I'm really, really grateful. It was really, really nice. You're yeah, a really, really good listener as well. You really could summarize of the things I was saying, even when I thought I was really, really rambling. And yeah, man, um, I would really try to help as many people as possible. But one thing i'll say is listen to everything i said and do your research before you come to me you know i'm not going to do research for you i can only give you pointers you know research what you want at least know yourself first before you come yes okay i can do this i can do that you know what aspect i, I can now okay maybe you can look at this area you can look at that area you can look at this certification you know at least even if you don't want to even if you don't want to write the exam just at least okay Know there's a body of knowledge on what you want mm. to do as i can direct you to the body of knowledge the, the exam that you may need especially in cyber security like there's no cyber security you can tell me you want to go into and i can't tell you all this way to do if it's data privacy i'll tell you cipp if it's data, uh, if it's uh corporate governance for enterprise it i'll tell you CGIT. you know so there's everything in tech the space is take the space for everybody you know yes yeah, so, there's so much space you know, and I I just want to help people, you know, because a lot of people have helped me, you know, and the more we help people, the better the world we live in, you know. So once again, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And um, I really, really hope I was able to leave a good impact. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Josh. I'm going to leave our listeners with this word from you that says, the road to success starts with honesty.